Hi everyone, my name is Ashley and welcome to the first episode of Film Fatuated. Thank you so much for being here and listening because I'm so stoked. I've had an Instagram with the same name, Film Fatuated, for about a year now and on the account I have been reviewing TV shows and movies and I thought it was finally time that I made a podcast. So today we're going to start things off with my review on the Netflix original series, specifically the first season of Heartstopper. I'm going to start out with my non-spoiler opinions and then really go into a deep dive of all of my opinions on everything that happened in the show. Anyways, without further ado, let's get started because I have a lot to say. Okay, so my rating for the show is definitely a 10 out of 10, a 5 out of 5 stars. I mean, I wish I could give it something higher because it was fantastic. I've seen a lot of people comparing the show to Young Royals, which is one of my favorite TV shows. I think it's because Young Royals is also a Netflix original that also is a gay romance. I honestly could not choose which show I love more because I feel like they're so different. And honestly, both shows are really short, so I think that if you have the time, you should just watch both of them. Heartstopper was eight episodes long, and it was directed by Euros Lin from the production company Seesaw Films. And the genres for the show are coming of age, rom-com, and teen drama. So to give you a little synopsis on the show, it follows Nick and Charlie, played by Kit Connor and Joe Locke, as they navigate their love life and school life. That is all I'm going to say because honestly, I think you should just watch it without knowing anything. Before we get into what happens in each and every episode, I just want to read out the character names and the actors who played them just because I want to give them a shout out because they were so talented. So we have Joe Locke, who played Charlie Spring. Kit Connor, who played Nick Nelson, Yasmin Finney, who played L. Argent, William Gao, who played Tao Su, Cormac Hyde Corinne, who played Harry Green, Corinna Brown, who played Tara Jones, Kizzy Edgel, who played Darcy Olson, the Olivia Coleman, who played Sarah Nelson, Sebastian Croft, who played Ben Hope, Jenny Walser, who played Tori Spring. Rhea Norwood, who played Imogen Heaney, and lastly, Visayo Akinade, who played Mr. Ajayi. Let me just say that the casting was just superb, like, they couldn't have done better. Also, huge shout out to The Alice Oseman, who is the author of Heartstopper, which is what this entire TV show was based on. And yeah, I think that pretty much covers everything that is not a spoiler because I really, really want to get into the episodes now. So yeah, uh, if you have not watched the show and you are listening, stop listening and go watch it on Netflix. Alright, so starting off with episode one, we find out that Charlie is in this secret relationship with Ben Hope, who is the worst character on the show in my opinion. I think we all knew that things were just not going to end up very well between them because Ben just has so much internalized homophobia and obviously I kind of feel bad for him because of that and you know I don't blame him for hating himself because I feel like a lot of people go through this um 
But yeah, unfortunately, because Ben just does not want to accept the fact that he is into guys, he just treats Charlie like an object and he just gets worse and worse throughout the show, which we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, but yeah, honestly, I just uh, I felt so bad for Charlie the entire show. I heard some people saying he was like annoying and now he was always saying like sorry, but I don't even know how you could say that. Like I did not think he was annoying at all. I think he was just such a lovable, sweet character. He was so incredibly selfless and I just felt so bad that he was constantly going through things and constantly getting bullied. Even though I did love Charlie, Nick was by far my favorite character on the show. Nick was just always so positive. And even though I think him and Charlie brought a lot of positivity into each other's lives, I feel like Nick especially just turned Charlie's life around for the better. Luckily, Charlie does have a very solid group of friends at school, uh, Tao and Isaac, which by the way, I forgot to say the actor who plays Isaac, it's Toby Donovan. Um, and I love this little trio, you know, I think Isaac's a really chill character, Tao, he is very annoying sometimes, but overall, I think we all love Tao. See, I'm saying this now, but honestly, during the show, I like hated Tao, not gonna lie. Like, I thought he was like so irritating. He really just had a lot of insecurity issues during the season. He was constantly just jealous and he did not like the fact that everything was changing. And honestly, I feel like I'm a little bit of a hypocrite judging him for that because I'm kind of the same way. I think we can all relate to the fact that change can be really scary sometimes and and yeah, like it's hard. Then later on in the episode, we get introduced to Elle, which is one of my favorite characters on the show. I feel like she's a very level-headed person and she really keeps Tao intact, which I definitely appreciate that. Elle is a trans woman in the show and Yasmin Finney, who plays her, is also a trans woman. And let me just say, I'm just so happy seeing this type of representation in the media right now. Unfortunately, Elle does not have any friends at school at first. She goes to Higgs, which is an all-girls school, but thankfully she becomes friends with Tara and Darcy later on, which I love them. They're just like the second best couple on the show because obviously nobody can beat Nick and Charlie. Speaking of Nick and Charlie, I don't remember the exact class they met in, but Charlie was assigned to Nick or next to Nick in something and he immediately starts crushing on this guy, which like I said earlier, like Nick is my favorite character, so I really don't blame Charlie. All of his friends though are like, there's no way like Nick likes you back, like he is so straight, blah blah blah. Something that I love about Heartstopper is that it really shows that anybody can be queer, you know? I feel like there are so many stereotypes of the LGBTQ plus community in the media, and I'm really glad that this show helps debunk that. I think Charlie is a good representation of the more stereotypical gay guy who's like a little bit more soft-spoken and feminine, and Nick is like this you know, star rugby player, he seems very, you know, straight, quote-unquote, but he isn't. 
But anyways, because Charlie really likes Nick, he ends up joining the rugby team after Nick convinces him. I think that was very relatable because I feel like we all do things for our crushes, even when we would never do them if we didn't like that person. And then at the end of the episode, Ben asks Charlie to meet up after one of his rugby practices. Which, by the way, like at this point, Charlie already ended things because, you know, as he should. He knows he deserves better. Um, but Ben ends up saying a lot of really horrible things. Well, I mean, I guess at first he was trying to convince Charlie to, like, get back with him and he's apologizing. And then at the end, he's like, oh, well, you know, nobody else would want to go out with you anyways, which so not true. Um, and yeah, Ben basically starts putting himself on Charlie. He starts kissing him, even though Charlie obviously is just not interested. He doesn't want it. And Nick actually ends up getting involved in the altercation. I mean, go Nick. I feel like this is just one of like 10,000 reasons why he is just the best. And this was also one of many like traumatizing things Charlie has to go through during the show. And it's just so sad. Moving on to episode two, it starts out with Charlie and Nick texting about the altercation. You know, Nick is checking in on Charlie and I feel like I'm going to say that the show is relatable 500 times on this episode because it is, you know, I feel like it's a really accurate depiction of high school life and I think because the actors are actually younger themselves, it makes everything seem more real. But I feel like out of all of the relatable moments of the show, the beginning of episode 2 is the most relatable. The show does a really good job of depicting the anxiety that Charlie and Nick are feeling while they're texting each other. Because I feel like we all go through that. I mean, I'm a teenager myself, and I know that sometimes like when I'm texting people, it's just like it's so much you know like when they leave you on red and then when they're typing and then when they stop typing all of a sudden personally i just think that social media should not even have those like things you know i don't want to know when someone's typing i don't want to know if someone saw my text or not because i feel like it just like makes everything so much worse and it makes you overthink stuff you know like i feel like when someone leaves me on red it's like the worst feeling but like what if they genuinely had an emergency like and they had to leave me on red but anyways, this is the episode where Nick really starts to feel something for Charlie. Like, this is when things develop. As I mentioned before, Tara and Darcy do become friends with Elle, and it really, you know, kicks off in this episode. And later on, it's actually revealed that Tara and Darcy are a lesbian couple. I love their dynamics so much because I feel like Tara is a little calmer than Darcy, maybe, even though they're both pretty energetic. Um, but Darcy is really like the loud extroverted one and I feel like they just work so well together. It's actually kind of funny because the same episode we find out that Tara is a lesbian, Tao ends up revealing to Charlie that Nick has a quote-unquote crush on Tara, which obviously like that is not true, but that definitely makes Charlie question everything. Luckily though, this episode still had two amazing scenes. It had my favorite scene in it actually um, at the very end. Uh, the first scene was when Nick and Charlie were playing in the snow. This is when Charlie went over to Nick's house for the first time. I love this scene. I feel like it's maybe like my third favorite scene in the show. It was just so aesthetic, you know, them in the snow with the dog and it was just, it was so cute. 
and then Nick ends up going to Charlie's house at the end of the episode for the first time and so many things happen during this hangout even though I feel like it was overall much more chill compared to when Charlie went to Nick's house while they were watching a movie this is when Nick really starts to feel those like butterflies those sparks you know he tries to grab Charlie's hand twice and you know he backs away both times and this is when like the viewers were like oh yeah like this is happening now the romance is finally starting to pick up but I feel like things really are just nailed down when Nick hugs Charlie at the end of the episode and this is the scene I'm talking about like this is my favorite scene in the entire tv show I don't even know why like it's a small scene but it's just something about it was so cute i just loved it i mean like charlie was in this like blanket he was wrapped in this blanket and nick was just like oh my gosh like you look so huggable right now and then he hugs him and i love how at the very end tori who is nick's sister is like yeah i don't think he's straight Moving on to episode 3, Nick ends up having this whole crisis about his sexuality and he ends up searching up all of these things about him being gay and honestly it was very emotional to watch because realizing that you are queer is just, it's very hard for a lot of people and honestly I feel like it's pretty evident that Nick never really questioned things before he met Charlie so you know it's just like a lot for him. And then because of the whole hug that happened, Charlie is, you know, starting to feel like maybe Nick does like me, but his friends, Tao and Isaac, still think it is not possible. I feel like this is actually one of the episodes where Tao was like really annoying because Nick ends up inviting Charlie to Harry's party, but it was actually on the same day as like a film thing that the whole friend group does and you know Tao gets butt her and obviously Charlie feels really bad and I don't even know, but thank goodness Elle saves the day and still does the whole film thing with Tao and you know keeps him level-headed. Speaking of Harry's party, wow, that is a lot to unpack there. A lot of things happened. First of all, we have a little reunion between Tara and Nick, which I just, I love their dynamic, honestly. I love how they're so supportive of each other, and I love how, like, they dated when they were younger, and then they both ended up being, like, queer, and just, I love it. But yeah, Tara tells Nick that she is a lesbian, and... Yeah, I mean, Nick is really just, like, in awe of Tara and Darcy's relationship during the episode. I mean, there was this one really great moment where Tara and Darcy are kissing, and Nick is just like, wow. And I feel like in this moment, or in that moment, he was like, yeah, like, that's amazing how they're out. And I think that's when he really is like, yeah, like, I like Charlie, and I want to be with Charlie. Of course, when he's thinking this, Imogen ends up coming up to him and, you know, she's like dancing all over him and she ends up confessing and being like, I like you. And, uh, see, like, I don't mind Imogen's character, but yeah, no, she is just a roadblock in the show. Thankfully, Nick does not let Imogen distract him too much and he ends up finding Charlie. And that is when, drumroll please. They have their first kiss. Woo! Clap, clap. Yay! Now, I feel like first kiss scenes are really important when it comes to romantic TV shows. And this one, it was good. 
I don't know. Like, it's not one of my favorite ones I've seen ever, but it was good. And I think it just, like, it can't really be bad because the connection between Nick and Charlie is just, like, so undeniable and so strong. Yeah, I mean, it was it was very, like, tense, though. Like, I did like that part. Like, you could really tell the feelings that Nick and Charlie, like, had for each other in the moment. And, yeah, it was... It was about time, um, but sadly, it doesn't really end too great because Harry ends up, you know, calling for Nick, and Nick kind of just like walks away without saying anything, and then Charlie is kind of just like taken back by everything, and he ends up leaving the party, which honestly, I I probably would have done the same. Now moving on to episode four, so. Charlie kind of feels like everything was just like a mistake. Like he feels like, you know, the kiss was awkward and that he made it awkward for Nick. And obviously that was not the case. One of the best scenes in the show or just moments of the show was when Nick ran to Charlie's house, just drenched in the rain. And he ends up telling Charlie like, look, the kiss was not a mistake. Like I meant it. I like you. And honestly, I think the kiss scene that they actually had in Charlie's bedroom during that moment was low-key better than their first kiss scene. I mean, I don't know. Like, I just thought it was better. I loved how, you know, Charlie was, like, saying, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry it was awkward. I know you probably didn't want to kiss me. And then, like, Nick cuts him off with the kiss. It was just, it was good stuff. And then one of the cutest moments happened when Nick is walking back to his house and then Charlie ends up running up to him and then they have another kiss scene under the umbrella. So obvious, it's very evident that like Nick and Charlie have mutual feelings towards each other, but they do decide to keep things a secret. I honestly was so afraid that this show was going to have a bad ending. I mean, I feel like deep down I knew that it wasn't because I feel like this is a very happy-go-lucky, positive show. But there were a lot of similarities between Nick and Charlie and Charlie and Ben. I mean, of course I'm not comparing Nick to Ben because, I mean, they're on totally different levels. But yeah, I mean, obviously, like, Nick is not ready to come out yet, just like Ben. He wants to keep things on the down low, just like Ben. But thankfully, the show does have a good ending, and I feel like that was expected because, again, Nick is just the best character ever, and Ben is the worst character ever. But of course, things just had to get complicated when Imogen asked out Nick on a date, like, in front of everyone, and of course, Nick just is, like, in this trap situation because, like, all of his mates are there, and, you know, he doesn't want to humiliate Imogen, so he ends up saying yes. Now on to episode five. Nick was about to cancel the date with Imogen, but he really can't because she ends up telling them that his dog dies and obviously he can't just like dump her because like that is the worst thing someone could do in that moment. So he kind of still goes along with this date. I remember I was so frustrated watching that scene because obviously it did the right thing, but I feel like this happens to all of us, like when like we just kind of have to go along with something because of something like, you know, someone's dog dying. Like you can't really be a bad person then. So it's revealed that Charlie's birthday party is on the same day as this date with Imogen, so luckily Nick ends up sorting everything out and he postpones the date to the next day. 
This was like the first time Nick really got to hang out with Charlie and his friends. And I think, you know, overall they had a pretty good time, but obviously Tao just like has this hatred towards Nick. And that just bothered me the entire season because like I understand that Nick's friends are horrible, especially Harry, but like Nick never did anything wrong. And I feel like this is just one example of how Tao is just so unreasonable during the show. And I feel like one of the worst things he does is almost ruin Charlie's birthday by telling him in the bathroom that Nick actually said yes to Imogen's date and just causing this whole scene even when Elle told him not to because duh, like it's Charlie's birthday. But thankfully everything gets sorted and yeah, I don't know. Like, that whole mess was created for no reason, in my opinion. But yeah, I enjoyed episode 5. I enjoyed, like, the bowling scenes, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it, though, for that one. Okay, so now on to episode 6. There is a lot to talk about here. So Nick ends up realizing that he is bisexual. I love how they included the Pirates of the Caribbean scene, you know, him looking at... Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom. I mean, come on, like that is so relatable. Like he was having his whole bi crisis. The same time, you know, Nick is having this crisis. Dara, or not, oh my gosh, I said Dara. No, Tara and Darcy. You know, I'm really giving them a ship name. Uh, they end up coming out on Instagram publicly for everyone to see. And yeah, it, it's a lot for Tara. It's pretty clear that Tara is popular at her school and popular amongst like guys at Truem as well. And I feel like she just was not expecting for all of these people to judge her just because she is a lesbian. And yeah, this was very sad to watch because that is the reality of life, you know? Like people will completely just stop liking you and they'll disregard every good thing you've done just because of who you love and what your sexuality is and that is just so ridiculous and it's so sad that that is the world that we live in now this episode was when they had that whole like band orchestra concert i don't even know like it was just a combination of every single instrument and that's when nick actually comes out to tara and darcy and i don't remember actually if he tells them explicitly that like he is bi but he does tell them that he's going out with Charlie and oh my gosh like it was just it was so sweet seeing him be more comfortable in his own skin and really I guess accept himself then towards the end of the episode Nick and Charlie Tara and Darcy and Tao and Elle end up having a triple date with milkshakes and I loved like this whole scene because i feel like first of all it was just like so aesthetic like this entire show is like so colorful and like cute like i just love the graphics that are on like the screen as well probably thinking like triple date like ellen how what yeah so i forgot to mention this earlier but Ellen Tao, like, it's very obvious that, like, they have this connection, and Elle actually ends up admitting in this episode that she does like Tao in that way, so, you know, this milkshake date, whatever, like, was supposed to be a setup for them, although I don't really think it was that successful. This is also when Nick and Charlie tell Elle about the fact that they are together, and obviously, like, it's a very sweet moment, 
but they choose not to tell Tao, and I do not blame them. Like, I would not want to tell Tao either. Like, he's so judgmental of Nick. Like, he does not accept him at all. So, yeah, it makes sense. But at this point, Tao is like the only person who doesn't know because Isaac actually does know because I don't remember what episode it was in, but like when Charlie got hurt in like episode four or five, Isaac walked in on Nick treating his wounds and it was kind of obvious that like, you know, something was something was off. Now, the fact that Tao is the only person who does not know about Nick and Charlie, that becomes a huge problem in episode seven. So in the beginning of episode 7, Nick invites Charlie to hang out with his mates at the movie theater. And the only reason why he did this is because Ben and Harry were not supposed to be there. But of course, they were there. And it was just, it was very chaotic. Um, I don't even know where to start. It's not really a surprise, but Harry ends up making some very homophobic and just insensitive remarks to charlie and nick really really fights back at this point i mean i feel like he's always done a good job from the beginning defending charlie he's never once conformed to his friends which i feel like that is so great and it's rare to see characters like that but i feel like at this point you know he just like is like in love with charlie and you know they're basically together so he really like sticks up for charlie by getting into a physical fight with harry and yeah if that was not already bad enough of course ben has to say something horrible to charlie the same night and basically when charlie is leaving the movie theater and at this point he only left because of harry's remarks like he did not know that nick and harry like got into a physical fight because i mean yeah it happened after so of course he didn't know um but yeah he's walking to his dad's car when ben's like yeah i saw you and nick holding hands in the movie theater like he doesn't even like you like why would nick ever like you and I think out of all of the altercations that they had together, this was like by far the worst one. I mean, I can't remember exactly what he said, but Ben ends up saying some horrible, horrible, hurtful things. And I feel like this is when it was just established that like Ben is the worst character on the show. Eventually the next day at school, Charlie does find out about the fight between Harry and Nick and he just immediately feels so guilty and he feels like it's all of his fault. And to make things worse, the same episode, Tao ends up getting into a physical fight with Harry as well. Now, as I mentioned before, the fact that Tao was the only person who didn't know about Nick and Charlie, like that was going to become important later, and this is when it becomes important. So Elle actually ends up telling Tao about Nick and Charlie, which I don't really know how to feel about that, because in my opinion, she should have probably let Charlie tell him himself but anyways it happens and Tao is just shocked because he realizes that Charlie told everyone but him and this just you know really sets him off and he just gets into this mood which you know that definitely stems into why him and Harry get into like this fight and like you know he poured milk on Harry it was just it was such a mess I think like it was the last line of the episode, but Tao ends up blaming everything on Charlie and being like, this is your fault. Like, oh my gosh, like that was, I think the worst thing he did. Like, I don't know how he could get mad at Charlie like in that moment. Like, I think that was when he was at his worst. I actually can't believe in the beginning of this episode, I said that we all love Tao. I mean, I feel like we all kind of do because like he is funny at times and he does get better at the end, but 
Man, before I left Howe, I really, really despised him. So Charlie's guilt goes on to episode 8, which is the last episode, and that is just so depressing. Like, I wish that the season had more episodes, and the episodes itself were like 20 to 30 minutes. Like, oh my gosh, so sad. But anyways, Charlie continues to feel guilty, and he feels like both of the fights were his fall, which obviously it wasn't, but I feel like I understand why he feels that way. Um, And this kind of sets him into like... A depression like he really just starts to isolate himself from his friends from nick then true hum higgs sports day occurs and charlie ends up filling in for tau for like a track thing and obviously charlie ends up winning because he is a fast runner and this is when he has like the last interaction with ben of the season but thankfully it was a good one because charlie really stood up for himself you know he ends up making this whole speech to ben and being like blah 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 like you like can't like treat me like that because like you hate yourself i don't even know i actually don't remember exactly what he said but i just remember it was such a good moment and it was about time because ben was just so horrible to him the entire season and i'm really glad ben finally heard what he needed to hear i'm actually really curious what they're gonna do with ben's character in the next season because i'm pretty sure he's gonna be in it and i wonder if he's gonna have any type of like character development i wonder he's so bad though that i really don't know if he can improve but we'll see then the last rugby game of the show occurs and even though i like hate sports i actually enjoyed watching all of the rugby scenes maybe it's because nick was in it i don't know um but as nick is playing rugby during the sports day he looks for charlie in the audience and charlie is not there and you know obviously very sad whatever and then charlie does show up and the unthinkable happens like i was not expecting this to happen at all nick really just leaves his game like he just abandons and ditches his game and he starts walking up to charlie and i was like wait a minute is he gonna kiss him right now in front of everyone like i was ready like i thought that was about to happen and i just like could not believe it like i just felt like things were accelerating so fast but he does not kiss charlie but he does hold charlie's hand like he gets extremely close to him in front of everyone and then he just walks away holding charlie's hand like i remember i was screaming like i was freaking out in that moment because you know this is when you can really see that nick is becoming really comfortable within himself and with his sexuality and you know i love to see that and also i feel like in that moment he was showing that he was proud to have charlie as his boyfriend like and i think that's what charlie has deserved the entire season and it's something that ben couldn't even come close to giving him they end up going to like some part of the school and you know nick ends up being like i don't want to lose you charlie like you have made my life so much better and i really like you and then they have another whole kiss scene let me just say like all of their kiss scenes were actually like really good i mean there weren't that many of them because the show was so short so i feel like it couldn't have really been bad ever now i don't know if it was like the same day or the day after but The very last thing that Nick and Charlie do together on the season is go to the beach together. And this was my second favorite moment. Like, I don't know why the whole, like, 
hugging moment in season two was my favorite moment but it is but this is the second best moment it was just like so much fun seeing them together i mean i feel like we rarely saw them like out of the school uniforms and it was just like nice kind of seeing them in regular clothes just go out somewhere else that was not truem and yeah like it was so cute to watch you know the, the photo booth they were like laying the sand together and this is when they officially become boyfriends even though it was really obvious but yeah they become official here and it's just like so cute and i remember i was just like melting watching this scene and i'm just so glad that this show had a happy ending i mean i don't even know what's gonna happen in season two like i don't know because like are things gonna go downhill like i don't even know if they can go more uphill from now because things are just so good and i'm so scared that they're gonna like break up in season two or something or some other guy is gonna come along i don't even know but to wrap things up on episode eight the very last thing that happens is nick coming out to his mother and this was truly like one of the most beautiful scenes of the show in my opinion i think it was the most emotional scene of the show like i was definitely tearing up uh he comes out to his mom played by the olivia coleman and it was just such a sweet scene seeing like how his mom was so accepting and oh my gosh like every parent should react that way when their child comes out you know like with love and acceptance and yeah like it honestly makes me emotional even talking about it because just like that scene was just amazing and yeah amazing all right so we just covered everything from episode one to episode eight and i know that was a lot but i hope you really enjoyed because i definitely enjoyed talking about everything overall this show was just like top tier like i have seen a lot of shows because i personally watch more tv shows than movies and this show is like definitely in my top 10 like i loved it so so much and I've just been watching like all of the cast like interview videos like I've just been really getting into it and I cannot wait for season two which I don't even know if it's actually confirmed like I kept mentioning season two during this episode so it better actually be real oh my gosh thank god okay on May 24th 2022 Netflix officially renewed Heartstopper oh my gosh I I'm so happy I'm so relieved but yes, this is definitely not the last time you'll hear me talking about Nick and Charlie. As soon as season two comes out, I will be the first person to review it. I'm just, I cannot wait. I feel like it's going to come out in like 2024 or something, unfortunately. Like we're going to have to wait, but it is okay. It'll be worth it. It'll be amazing. And yeah, I guess that's a wrap of my first episode of Film Fatuated. Uh, I've had such a great time. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope to have another episode up very soon. Bye, and thank you so, so much.